Hey guys, Jason here from the Technomancy Project. Uh, you two should introduce yourselves. I don't know why I have to help. Just play along, we need the money. Fine. I'm Elijah. And I'm Allie. And we're here to give you a special opportunity to get more content about, well, us. Yeah, making episodes about us can get pretty damn expensive. I mean, <laughs> look at us. You think we come cheap? The team behind the Technomancy Project could use your help to fund the expenses necessary for Season 3 and onward. Not only would you guys do us a favor by helping out, but you'll be getting some cool things in return, too. Oh, for sure. Cool rewards, like monthly discussions with the creators about each episode, uh, in case you like hearing people talk about us as much as we do. And access to four exclusive Technomancy Project-themed photo shoots a year. You get all of that for $5 a month on our Patreon, which is a lot cheaper than a shitty cocktail. The link to the Patreon can be found in the episode description below. So stay safe out there, Uwata Falls. Bye! Bye. Okay, are we done now? I've got shit to do. Where is it? It should be down here. Jesus, it feels like the layout of the building keeps changing. I just want to get in and out before I catch the attention of anyone that can make my trip here difficult. Where the hell is that? That's Agent Long, isn't it? What's he doing back? Should we notify somebody? Aw, oh, crap. Just cut my time in half. Please be around the corner. Please be around the corner. Please be- Yes! Found it! Thankfully, what I'm looking for is here. These OMM stiffs like to keep dangerous artifacts and books far and separated from each other. Which isn't a bad idea considering the kind of damage these things can do. Access denied. Authorization code not recognized. Oh god damn it! Of course they took away my access codes. Uh, maybe if what I. What brings you to the OMM today, Elijah? That voice. Great. Just what I need. Hey there, Legion. It's Mark, not Legion. That stopped being funny ages ago. Meh, if it ticks you off, then it's still funny. What's funny is you trying to get into the occult artifacts storage unit. Why? No reason that would concern you. Just take my word for it. If you're asking me to take it up on faith, then you've been gone a lot longer than I thought. The fact that you think that you can just walk in here, take what you want, and leave without saying a word to anyone gives me enough reason to question your motives. Ugh, haven't been gone long enough to forget that you're such a tight ass about these things. Jeez, some of your roommates are less of a buzzkill than you are. This is going nowhere, and I've got places to be. Alright, you want the truth? I need something in there for a personal project of mine. It's crucial to the Technomancy unit. Oh, that's all you had to say. Just show me that you've gone through the proper channels to get an approval for checkout. Mark's not backing down. Too bad for him, I came prepared for this game. Contact Agent King. He'll vouch for me. King? Alright. Use my code for the time being. Access granted. Welcome, Agent Fogg. Thanks, and don't worry. 
I'll be in and out before you go anywhere. Oh, believe me, I'll be waiting. Right here. So much for going unnoticed. Knowing Mark, he really will follow through with King. Damn! Wanted to hold on to that favor for something better. Gonna get an earful from Allie about this later. Just gotta hope I didn't put all my eggs in a basket prematurely. Alright, where are you, you little... This stuff should be right... Here! There it is. That's what you came here to get? Jesus! Gotta put a bell on you. Gotta say, Elijah, out of everything in here, I did not expect you to come for that. I told you it wouldn't be of any concern to you. Surprised? <laughs> Relieved is more like it. There are a large number of things in here I wouldn't trust with you. <laughs> Poor guy would have a heart attack if he knew that I keep the best things in my personal office. Or worse things, depending on your perspective of the kind of guy I am. Well, if we're all done here, I'll be on my way. On a time crunch, you see. Don't let me catch you around here again, Elijah. I'm back. You were gone? Haha, <laughs> you're hilarious. Seriously. Sure. Where's Allie? Her lab. Thanks. Hey, Allie, I have it. Finally! I've got everything I'll need, your stuff is on your desk, I'm ready to go when you are. Whoa, wait. Do we have another assignment? No assignment. What Allie and I are doing is considered off the books. So, we're gonna need you to keep quiet about this. Yeah, if anyone asks, just tell them we went, uh, to get, um, I don't know, groceries or something. You want me to tell them you went to get... groceries? Or something. I don't know, just lie! Uh, alright. Allie and Elijah? Oh! They just went to get groceries. Yeah, yeah, we were running low on Gatorade. Yeah, he can't do this. Let's just bring him along. Are you kidding me? He's just going to be an uncalculated risk, and you know how I feel about uncalculated risks. Hey, I've been at this for a few months already. I'm still here. Give me some credit. Hey, he's got a point. He lasted a lot longer than we thought he would. Uh, big whoop. He managed to not get himself killed. Should I give him a cookie for that? Not if you're the one baking it. Come on, seriously. What are you guys up to? I look at Allie. We have a silent argument. In a few moments, she rolls her eyes. A sign of reluctant agreement. For some time now, Allie's been working on methods of interdimensional travel. Hold on. By interdimensional travel? You mean... Traveling from one dimension to another. Yes, that's literally what it means. Okay. Wow. Gonna unpack that tidbit of information later. So why's Elijah going? Because he's not useless like you. Oh man, that cuts deep. Don't take it personally. I'm the only one that knows where to find the key to make this whole trip happen. The key to going from one dimension to another is in that dusty old book? This dusty old book is part of a lost collection of grimoires written by Eliphaz Levi. Am I supposed to pretend I know who that is? He was a French occultist and magician from the mid-1800s. Although most of what he's written is public knowledge, the more dangerous unknown books of his are kept here in storage at the EPO. In this specific book, Levi has supposedly found a way to get into contact with himself from another world. Back up, back up. He spoke to an alternate version of himself. <laughs> That's the most insane thing I've heard in my entire time here. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on the word insane. Alright, just because his findings weren't based on science or mathematics doesn't make his discovery invalid. Whatever. If your plan turns out to actually work, then I'll find a way to reverse-engineer the process. Huh. Now this is the kind of adventure I can get behind. 
No more ghosts, no more aliens, no more monsters. Just good old-fashioned exploration into the unknown. Uh, hold on, Columbus. This side project could go up in the flames in an instant. This is uncharted waters we're talking about. A very real chance you could die. All right, I get it. I'll make sure to be on my toes this time. You better be. I may have been patient in the past, but not this time. You fuck this up for me, and I will end you. Orders and protocol be damned. Understood? Uh, yeah. I understand. Jesus, what's up with her? She's more vicious than normal. <sighs> Interdimensional travel has always been a sore subject for her. It's probably for the best to just do what she says. Yeah, no kidding. This spot looks good. The building rests on top of a ley line, which Luna Springs is known for. And since the place is abandoned, we shouldn't expect any uninvited guests. <sighs> Not exactly ideal, but it'll do. Go ahead and get started on setting up. Jason, hurry up! <sighs> Why do you have so much stuff? It's not like writing things down on a notepad was going to be enough. I brought everything I would need to scan, record, and isolate the specific equations in our environment that made traversing to parallel worlds possible. Oh, so in other words, just a bunch of heavy stuff for Jason to carry. Uh, just, just put everything over there. Ugh, oh, whatever. Watch where you're stepping. You're gonna mess up the seal. What's with the satanic circle? You're not summoning a demon, are you? No. What you're standing on is known as the Seal of Solomon. This seal is going to be the reason we'll be able to travel to another universe. Mm-hmm. Totally obvious how that'd work. But you should explain how it works for Allie, you know? Oh, I already got the Bible lesson. Yeah, call it what you will. Look, in the Old Testament, King Solomon was revered as the wealthiest and the wisest king to rule over the United Kingdom of Israel. In the less biblical stories, he was also known to be a powerful magician and an exorcist. This seal was given to him by God himself as a gift. At first, people believed that this gift gave Solomon the ability to capture and enslave demons. What they don't know is that he always had the potential to do that. The seal itself was just an amplifier for his abilities. Okay, so if I'm following correctly, what you're saying is that you're going to use Solomon's gift from God to amplify your own abilities. Close, but not quite correct. I'm- You're using the seal to amplify the capability of the spell rather than yourself. Ten points to Miss Watts. My ability to cast the spell isn't the problem here. It's the range of the spell itself that needs more power. What's this spell originally supposed to do? The spell Levi created allowed him to speak to an alternate version of himself through the use of a mirror. You know, with the help of certain magical ley lines, the alignment of the planets, and specific moon phases, blah blah blah. Anyway, Throughout a number of cultures around the world, mirrors are seen as windows to other worlds. With the Seal of Solomon, I'm going to turn that window into a door. Well, that definitely explains why you've got three mirrors facing the center of the room. Thought you were going to have us do some kind of group self-affirmation exercise or something. I don't need to tell myself how brilliant I am. Uh-huh. Well, I've pretty much finished setting up here. Jason, can you cover up all the windows? We need to be immersed in total darkness with only the light from the center of the circle. You could say please. Allie, have you got your junk up and running? Once I start the spell, I can't stop. No redos either. Just setting the calibrations. I've taken into account everything on the electromagnetic spectrum, vibrational, sound, infrared, and UV. There we go. All systems are looking operational. I'm done. 
Great job, buddy. We can see that. Alright, everyone gather into the circle. Each of you face a mirror and do not break eye contact. Otherwise, you could possibly be left behind or stuck in between worlds. I, I really don't know. This is a new experience for all of us. Just, just get on with it. Here goes nothing. Ab uno mundo in altero, aporte asque, ad porto, aperi ari agendes pedes nostros porto, et faciendos, et per ostiam meri nobis. Is that it? That can't possibly be it. Don't tell me I just wasted my time. It wasn't a waste of time. Can't you feel that? Feel what? There's something different about this world. The magic all around us, it's changed. It's twisted, even. You're so full of it! Nothing's changed! Yeah, I wouldn't be too sure of that. Check the monitors on your devices. <sighs> what? Oh my god. I can't believe it. What? There was a huge spike in activity. These readings showed an irregular change in every single wavelength I was analyzing at the moment Elijah's spell began. They've seemed to have slightly settled down, but there's still currently a difference. Uh, so that means we did it, right? I'm betting my soul on it. Take the covers off from the windows. I've got to see this. Whoa. Uh, what the hell is wrong with the sky? Uh, it's... It's red! Alright, atmosphere is 78% nitrogen, 21% oxygen, 1% other gases. Similar enough to our Earth. I'm picking up life signs, but according to the pyranometer, there's 10 times the normal amount of solar radiation. Could explain why the sky's red. Uh, that's a lot of radiation. We're not gonna sprout third arms or six extra eyeballs, are we? Don't be stupid, this isn't some comic book story. Well, we just traveled to a parallel world. Sounds a lot like a comic book. I'd say it's more biblical than that. Uh, why's that? Ever since we arrived, I've been feeling a sort of disruption in the flow of magic all around us. Well, actually, maybe disruption isn't the right word for it. More like... untamed? Wild. Chaotic, even. I'm pretty sure that's why the planet ended up in this state. Ugh, that's radiation you're feeling, not magic. Look at the friggin' sun! Actual scientific proof demonstrating that that's the cause for all of this. It genuinely baffles me that you're so quick to dismiss magic right after using it to accomplish your goal of traversing to another dimension. I'm only dismissing your dumbfuck assumption that anything that can't be explained is magic. I don't know how you got us here yet, but it's not because of magic. Given enough study and research, it can be explained with science. Oh my god, here we go again. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're always just saying. It's beyond exhausting, Allie. For someone so smart, being narrow-minded makes you look pretty dumb. Magic is as real as you and I. I think it's dumb that a grown man still believes in magic just because he's too lazy to actually put in the work to find an explanation for things. Oh, you've got some nerve to talk to someone who helped you out like this. If it weren't for me, we wouldn't be standing here. In fact, a thank you is long overdue. Oh, fine. Fine. Thank you. I'm grateful for your help. Excuse me for trying to repay that by graciously trying to bring you back to reality instead of being stuck in imagination land. Oh, you little... Oh, little what? Finish that sentence, Elijah. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, guys... What? what? Where is everyone? I lied to Jason and Allie about going to investigate the town. 
In actuality, I just need to get away from Allie. Another second with her and I'd probably set the woman on fire. Hellfire if I felt like being ironically cruel. Now that I am in town, I'm a bit embarrassed to not have noticed what Jason did. Didn't Allie say she picked up life signs? The haunting silence of Luna Springs is deafening. Can't even hear the birds chirping. It's strange. Very strange. If I could, I'd investigate the whole place, but unfortunately, I don't have all day. Alright, listen up. Be back here in two hours. It should only take about that long for my devices to get a thorough scan of everything. Take this compact communication tablet with you. I've set up a homemade cell tower with a signal strength ranging 25 miles. Based on my present readings, we shouldn't be here any longer than three hours or else the radiation will cause serious harmful effects to our bodies that can't be reversed. She calls it radiation, and she's partially correct. But it goes deeper than that. I'd hate to sound zen about it, but there's a balance to the universe. Order, chaos, two sides of the same coin. Because of this balance, everything works the way it's supposed to. But here in this world, that balance is fucked up. And only magic can do that kind of damage. I doubt I'd find the cause of all of this in this small town, but there has to be some kind of clue to give me an idea of what could have caused all of this. That's not suspicious at all. Asking you shall receive, huh? Don't feel a breeze, so it couldn't have been the wind. I guess I'm really not alone. That sound came from the church across the street. I've got a bad feeling about this. My god, this place is a goddamn mess. I guess the end of the world is all it takes for some men of faith to lose it. It's like something went wild in here. And the smell. Ugh, I can feel that 10 a.m. whiskey coming back up. Uh, hmm? Scratch marks on the walls and floors. Some are human. Others? Not so much. That's not good. And they all lead to the same door. The preacher's office. Hey, Allie. What? I'm in a church near the town center. St. John Baptist, whatever. Remember it? Yeah, why? I heard some suspicious noises, so I came to investigate. Found some interesting scratch marks inside. Show me. Sending it now. Yeah, I noticed that too. Jason and I can be there in 15 minutes. I can't deduce anything more with just a picture. Don't get killed. It is what I do best. Ugh. So that's what stinks so bad. Never bothered with attending church before, but the corpse of a preacher with his chest cavity ripped open like a Christmas present isn't what I'd expect to find at one. Nothing short of a wild animal could have done this kind of violence on the poor sap. I'd ask if you wouldn't mind that I snoop around for a bit, but something tells me you got other issues on your mind. Mm, this looks promising. The final gospel of Father Edward Sturge. Gonna buy your seat there, Ed. August 19th, 2019. My name is Father Edward Sturge the preacher of the St. John Baptist de la Salle's church in Luna Springs, Wisconsin. In light of what divine punishment has been bestowed upon all of God's children, I thought it to be important to leave a record detailing the days to come. 
The day that humanity had fallen from God's grace began nine days ago. The, the day, day that the sky turned red. red. There was no warning. The bright blue sky had slowly been enveloped by a vibrant red hue. Worldwide panic is spreading day by day, and I will keep a record of all that is to come. Hmm. Hopefully you lived long enough to tell me what the fuck happened here. October 23rd, 2019. Members of my church have been visiting me more often. They have growing concerns about the still existing red sky. Every night on the television, news stations report an increase in persons being affected by the red sky. Immune systems shutting down. Subtle mutations. Hospitals reaching over capacity and patience. Poor souls isolating themselves in their homes. Something like this could not be done by the hands of man. December 10th. 2019. The United States military forces are taking heavy precautions to keep what remains of humanity safe. Bunkers are being constructed to protect us from harmful effects created by the Scarlet Sun. According to news reports, 30% of humanity have had drastic mutations, genetically and psychologically. The United States military have dubbed those poor souls as hostile threats and are threatening them as such. February 21st, 2020. It's been a month since the bunkers to protect humanity came into effect. The number of affected humans had increased to 65%. It took nearly a month to evacuate and relocate citizens. Two weeks since then, a majority of them have been compromised. According to the nationwide emergency broadcasts, Millions of people were dragged from the bunkers and taken to only God knows where. You could hear the screams echoing from the mountains. I'll never forget those screams. Heavenly Father, if you're listening, please forgive us and release us from this divine punishment. April 20th, 2020. Today is Easter. It's been weeks since I've last seen another person. All forms of mass communication have been silent for a month. I ran out of food and water two days ago. I can only assume I'm the last human on this planet. I can hear them. At night. Skulking around the church. They sound like poor souls suffering from thirst. Their throats burnt from the heat. And the way they look. Blood, red, and leathery skin. Dried out eyes. Claw-like nails. Exactly how I'd imagine sinners in hell to look. Sinners of the sun. April 21st, 2020. God has provided me with a blessing in these dark times. Not food, not water. But an answer to my unbearing loneliness. Earlier today I heard it, a voice, a young woman calling out for help. I found her wandering on the street, dazed and alone. Immediately, I went to help her and offer her shelter. Her name is Miranda, and she traveled all the way here from two towns over. She'd been isolating herself in her apartment with her sister this whole time, just like me. They had also run out of food and water. In order to survive, they left their home in search of shelter anywhere else. 
They were attacked by a group of sun sinners and her sister sacrificed herself in order to let Miranda escape. I've left her alone to get a good night's sleep. Miranda has been coughing for the past couple of hours in her sleep. Tomorrow morning, I will venture out to town in search of medicine to alleviate that cough of hers. Uh, that's it? Uh, guess we know what happened to Father Sturge. He said he could hear these sun sinners skulking around, but I haven't seen a single one since we arrived. Could those be the lifeforms Allie picked up earlier? It's been years since the sky turned red. Did they move on, or are they in hiding? Oh, shit. I think this is the church Elijah was investigating. My scanner says there's two lifeforms inside. Either one's Elijah, or we're interrupting somebody's confession time. If Elijah's doing the confessing, we're gonna be here a while. <laughs> Run! Now! What the hell is going on? Yeah, weren't we supposed to check out those scratch marks? I don't need to. Whatever caused it was back there in the church, and it's gonna be on our asses if we don't move. Uh, there, into that supermarket. Lock the door. Ab aquilion ad meridium ad orientum plagium. Tanta presidio animoi animocabo. We should be good now. What was that? Smoke tree incense from the base of Mount Olympus. It attracts minor wind gods to help protect any grounds we stand Not that, on. that, you jerk. Why the hell are you having us hide out in a supermarket? Oh, that. Well, same reason we always hide out in a place. Something that can brutally murder us is out there. <laughs> is it insane that I've gotten used to that kind of response everywhere we go? Mm, no. Elijah, patience running thin here. Explain. Right. So, the pastor of the church down the street left a journal behind. In it, he explains how everything went down on this earth the day the sky turned red and everything that followed. It only took five months of being under that red sun for 60% of humanity to turn into these sun sinners, as he called them. And what happened to the other 40%? Uh, the journal didn't get into details about it, but it's assumed they're all dead. That's not possible. The radiation from the sun wouldn't cause such a drastic mutation to turn people into savage, mindless beasts. I think it's more than that. The sky turning red wasn't just some mishap caused by the universe. I think someone brought the apocalypse onto the Earth. That's the only reason why I can feel this wild disruption in the flow of magic. Oh my god, you are unbelievable! What? You're still going on about how this is all some kind of end-of-the-world scenario caused by some wizard with a pointy hat! Oh, come on, guys! Not this again! Jason's got a point. I'm not getting into this with you again. However this situation has been caused, I wouldn't lie about us being in danger. And that thing out there is a real threat. Fine, we'll finish this later. What did this sun sinner look like? Dark red skin, leathery, charred at the joints and mouth, fingertips and toes formed into bone-like claws. Their eyes were dried out and hollow. Oh, and they made this inhumane, dry groaning noise. Like their throats had been burnt out. Okay, okay, okay. Dried out eyes, more than likely their eyesight's shit and they'll have to rely on their ears to maneuver around. We can use that. So just stay quiet and sneak around. Sounds easy enough. We just gotta get out of here. There should be some kind of back exit. Please tell me that was one of you. Fuck. Scatter 
and stay quiet. Damn it! Should have checked to make sure we were alone. Stupid, stupid! Got to distract the thing. Knowing Allie, she would have brought something to capture a live specimen anywhere. I'll be bait. You two stay quiet and look for an opening. Come on, you poor bastard! Follow the sound of my voice! Looks like Allie was right. It's looking in my direction, but it's not really seeing me. Can't be fooled, though. I've seen what happens when they get too close. Just gotta keep my distance and- Oh, shit! Thanks. What did you do? Just gave the thing a little electric shock. It'll live, but its nervous system is completely shot. It won't be moving for a long time. That's some taser. It should be. This is supposed to be strong enough to take down an elephant. An elephant? Don't you think that's a bit overkill? No. I'm not complaining. So? Think I'm lying now? <sighs> no, I don't think you are lying. Mutations this severe shouldn't be possible. Allie, we've literally traveled to a parallel Earth. Isn't that proof that anything is possible? <sighs> well... I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth and say no. Proper analysis of this thing should provide some answers. So, what's the verdict? There are excessive amounts of solar radiation infused into this thing's DNA. While the solar radiation itself shouldn't have caused such a severe transformation, there's some unknown element here too. It's like... No, this, this doesn't make sense. What? What else are you seeing? It's as if the solar radiation itself has gone through a mutation, become some sort of virus. The changes to its host body are just a symptom to the disease. And the longer we stay here, the greater chance we have of turning into those... things. I'm afraid so. And according to my watch, we have under 50 minutes before that happens. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen a movie like this. It, uh, it didn't end well. Ugh, I didn't think they'd rally up so quickly. Now we're surrounded. Can they get in here? No, as long as we're inside the building, the spell should remain active. If we leave, though, then we're just on our own. Then we're not in immediate danger, but we do need to get out of here quickly. The bigger the crowd, the faster they'll wrap around the building and block the back exit. I don't have anything on me to fight our way out of here. And I don't think Allie can tase her way through a crowd. You don't know that. Uh, maybe we can distract them. Have them all focus on one area while we sneak out the back. Good idea. Yeah, great idea if one of us is planning on being ripped apart. It's the best idea we've got. It'll be risky, but I think I could provide a big enough distraction. What are you gonna do? Conjure up a golem. A big one. The downside is that because of how fucked up the balance is in the flow of magic, it'll go berserk. So, as soon as it's here, open the doors and let's get the hell out of here. Uh, this plan's starting to sound like there's more cons than there are pros. Well, it is your plan. Get ready. Now, let's go! <sighs> Fuck. If I knew I was gonna be running this much, I'd cut back on the cigarettes. I don't... I don't think all that liquor helps either. Just get us home already. I'm sick of this place. I'm not done scanning yet. It needs another ten minutes. What happened to getting out of here ASAP? We still have about fifteen minutes before it gets bad. Plenty of time. Bullshit. You are not putting our lives at risk just for some stupid data. 
This data is the reason we came here in the first place. Who cares? The longer we're here, the more at risk we'll be of getting killed or turning into those burnt skin monsters. That's a risk I'm willing to take. Even at the risk of mine or Jason's life. I take it you both want to survive, so I doubt either of you would let yourselves be taken out that easily. Jesus, Allie! That's either really cold of you or slightly uplifting. <laughs> Don't be fooled. It's callous and it's selfish. Think what you want. I'm not leaving until that machine is done with its analysis. Allie, do not test me right now. Hey, guys, let's just calm down here, take a- Shut, Shut up! up! Screw this. I don't need your permission to bring us back. Jason, go board up the windows again. <sighs> Still didn't say please. It just needs- it just needs eight more minutes. I'm so close. Patience with you ran out two minutes ago. You're just gonna have to make do with whatever you've got so far. Fuck this. Allie, what are you- <laughs> Are you insane? What are you doing, <laughs> Allie? Shut up! I wouldn't have to do this if you guys could just be patient! <laughs> We're not leaving until we find them! Them? She shuts her mouth, looking like she'd give anything to take that back. But now Jason's staring at her expectantly. My parents. Allie, I- I get it, but- No, you don't get it. If you did, I wouldn't have had to smash all these mirrors. I- I'm sorry, can we back this conversation up a bit? What do you mean, finding your parents? Six years ago, my parents were in the middle of developing a gate meant for interdimensional travel. They had a theory that causes of certain paranormal phenomena were created by momentary phases between the vibrational frequencies of one world to another. That kind of scientific theory and experimentation was revolutionary. So naturally, they had an enormous amount of funding from the Paranormal Science Research and Intelligence Committee. If your parents had already developed a way of going from one Earth to another, uh, then why'd you ask Elijah for help? Because, uh, <laughs> because their calculations were wrong. They were too impatient with getting their first trial run started. I've looked over their papers again and again. The math should have been flawless. They didn't make those kinds of mistakes. What kind of mistakes? The kind that gets an entire lab swallowed whole with everyone in it gone without a trace. VPO spent half a year trying to investigate what went wrong. Spent half of that time trying to get everyone back, but they didn't even know where to start looking. <laughs> Turns out, the only ones that could have found a way to bring everyone back were the ones that got taken in the first place. The EPO labeled the incident as a freak accident and brushed it under the rug. No one's bothered with it since. It's just become one of those famous stories you hear at the EPO over lunch breaks. Recreating their experiments have been prohibited and rescue has been deemed a lost cause. Allie... I I'm so sorry. Jason, your, your sympathies are appreciated, but overplayed. I've heard it many times. I'm so sorry for your loss. You'll get through this. You're so strong. Your parents would be so proud of you. Yeah, condolences and sympathy must be a real drag. I don't need any of that. They're still out there, maybe on this planet. The possibility isn't zero, and until I'm sure it is, I'm not leaving. So you made that choice for us? I don't know what screws got loose in that big brain of yours, That's but... enough! Elijah, be more understanding of how important this is to her. If Allie says we have enough time, we should trust her math to be correct. Thank you, Jason. It's good to know someone else here sees sense. Hey, you're not off the hook here either, Allie. As much as I hate to admit it, Elijah was right about one thing. Your complete disregard for your partner's lives and feelings is disgusting. And you may be the smartest person in the room. 
but you're still one heck of a child sometimes. Grow up. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, shut up! You're the most qualified experts in your fields. If you two spend more time working together instead of arguing, there's no telling what you could achieve. Now, can you guys just make peace and get us the heck out of here once the scan is finished? <sighs> You're right. I... I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. There. That wasn't so bad now, was it? Don't push your luck. Statistically, you were bound to be the voice of reason at least once. <laughs> at least once. Now, I'm gonna grab some mirrors from the bathroom. Please have a plan when I get back. We have about four minutes before your machine is done scanning, right? Three, actually. After that, we have another five before we start feeling the full effect of the radiation. At that point, I won't be able to reverse whatever happens to us when we get back home. And at that point, we'll just end up bringing whatever virus made these freaks back with us as well. Dooming our Earth to the same fate. So, it'd be in everyone's best interest if we just left ASAP. How will you know it's them? There's literally millions of people in the U.S. alone. But not people who originated in our dimension. I'm scanning for anybody whose vibrational frequency matches ours. If they are here, how will you reach them? One step at a time. I'll figure it out. Okay. What if they're not still- I'll figure that out too! Most of the mirrors are smashed, but I found three. Uh, will truck stop numbers ruin the spell? There's only one way to find out. Allie, how much longer? Ten seconds. Zero results. I'm so sorry. Don't. Let's go home. Ab uno mundo, un alter alterum. Ab porta usca porta portam. A peri a peri agendus pedis pedis porta et faciendos et per ostiamos tiam peri peri nobis. Oh, it's good to be back. I'll be in my lab. I'm gonna go ask if she needs any help. Don't. She just needs some space. Oh, and you know so much about people, do you? <sighs> Whatever. I'm going back to my apartment. You go do what you need to do. <sighs> what a fucking day. God damn it, can't even have a moment of fucking peace. Technomancy unit, who is this? We're alive, aren't we? That's irrelevant. To you, maybe. To me, that's a success. Just answer the question, Elijah. Did you get what you wanted out of this? A realm of existence overflowing with pure and wild magic. Untapped power. Now I have a direct line to it. Careful there, Elijah. Keep talking like that and I'll assume you have less than noble intentions with all that power. Relax. Despite my motivations, mass destruction and chaos aren't my goals in life. So you say. Remember that old phrase, absolute power? Corrupts absolutely, yeah, yeah, don't be so melodramatic. Enough dancing around the subject, were you able to gather anything useful from your observations? I observed like you wanted me to. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but there was nothing different about him the entire duration of our mission. So there were no changes in his behavior? No sudden recovery of memory? None. He was the same as always. 
Being on a parallel earth had no effect on him whatsoever. I guess even chaotic magic can't fix his memory problem. You can cross that theory off our list. How is your investigation going? I've been looking back at the photos of the crime scene from the day we saved him. From what I could gather, it looks like they were sacrificing Jason to summon a demon from one of the lowest circles of hell. A demon from that deep in hell could easily be a class zero threat. How could something this big have happened under our noses? I don't know. We got lucky last time. For a demon of that caliber to cross the bridge between hell and earth, you'd need to sacrifice numerous human lives. Jason shouldn't be able to cut it by himself. Why did they think he would be sufficient then? No idea. But Travis Cornell and Matthew Field aren't the ones we need to worry about. I know this cult. And believe me when I tell you that the Children of Brimstone are the most dangerous force on this planet. Which is all the more reason why you need to figure out what Mr. Phoenix's role is in all of this. There's something for you in your desk drawer. Study it. Then continue to keep an eye on him. Asshole. What the fuck did he leave in my drawer? A box of videotapes? Why the hell would King tell me to study these? Hold on. These are security tapes? Subject Phoenix? They're all dated from... From the past two years? What the hell is King trying to tell me? The Technomancy Project Season 1 Episode 5 the Scarlet Sun. This episode was written by Jaws and Tong. The role of Elijah was played by Jaws and Tong. The role of Ali was played by Aaron Nicole Lundquist. The role of Jason was played by Daniel Lear. The role of Agent King was played by Sean King. The role of Mark Flagg was played by Noah Cohen. The role of Edward Sturge was played by Zachariah Axel. The roles of OMM Agents 1 and 2 were played by Emily Consaga and Samantha Fuller-Hall. The role of the OMM AI and Ali's computer were played by Michael Summers. The main theme was composed by Arjuna Woods, and the end titles were composed by Sean King. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on all of our social media. Stay safe out there, Waterfalls. <laughs>